This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Bridgewater is a production of iHeartRadio 3D Audio and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. For full exposure, listen with headphones. Listener discretion advised. This way. It's this way. Wait, it's coming from over here. Celeste? Celeste? Come on, hurry. There. Wait, Dad? Dad? Jeremy? Who's the... We have got to stop meeting like this. Oh, it's just you. Wow, am I already such old news? That is not what I meant. I just... (laughs) Sorry. I, um... I thought you were... Bigfoot, maybe? What? Well, I assume we're here for the same reason, right? The attack on the campers? Um, right, yeah. Right, right. I guess I, I, I should have expected to see you. Seems like you and your friends really dodged a bullet. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, the ground was torn to shreds, and from what they said about the dead camper on the news, that was... Yeah, I'm starting to think that it was a bad idea coming back here. Wait, did you, um... Did I what? No, never mind. You're gonna think I'm nuts. No, no. I think <laughs> I think we're at the point where you should know that I'm the right audience for stuff that sounds nuts. I thought I heard a voice. I mean, just now, but it wasn't you. It was a woman, I think. You heard that? Yeah, yeah. You did too. What do you think it was? Or, or I guess the question is who? Okay, so I recognize that voice. At least I, I think I did. Um, well, who is it? It's, it's someone impossible. What do you mean? The. Uh, the woman that I mentioned to you before, that the one who died in Freetown. Yeah, well, what about her? It was her voice. What? Yeah, I know. It sounds crazy. Oh, crazy, remember? Right, no. right, right, right. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't believe in ghosts. What is happening? Well, maybe it's some kind of mimic. Something pretending to be her somehow. A m- mimic? Like, uh, like what? Well, you're the expert. But that's a thing, right? Changelings and shapeshifters? You know, I was just talking about shapeshifters with my friend. Whatever attacked the camper feels like the thing that we saw the other day, but some of the details aren't lining up, so we were thinking maybe there's something that can... Yeah, I don't know, transform in some way, which would explain all of the different kinds of attacks that have been happening lately. Yeah, you think it's all one creature? I I don't know, I don't know. I haven't actually gotten my eyes on anything except the Howler, and that did not feel like a shapeshifter. <laughs> well, this is all so strange. I mean, I've been feeling like things are off here, you know, but I haven't seen anything yet, so I think if I hadn't met you, I would think I was going completely batshit crazy these days. 
Well, I am happy that I've kept you sane. I have to say, it's funny. What? No, I I was also talking to, to the same friend about um, how you're one of the first people that I've met in a long time that doesn't make me feel like I'm a, a total head case when I talk to them. Well, aren't we a pair? <laughs> Isn't it rich? <laughs> We're just two middle-aged weirdos wandering through the wilderness. One of us desperately trying to find a monster. The other one tripping over them all the time. And amazingly, that feels like the least of my problems. Are you saying there's more to your interest in all of this? More than just childhood obsession? Uh, yeah. I'd like to hear about it. I mean, if you're, if you're willing to talk about it, that is, maybe, um... Maybe we could grab a drink sometime. Oh, I would actually really like that. You don't have to sound so surprised. No, I'm not. Mm. (laughs) You know, I just don't uh, have a lot of people to talk to about this stuff. Or at least the people that I do have to talk to about it are all tangled up in it themselves, so. Well, it sounds like we'll be needing a few drinks then. Yes. What's your poison? Let's get trashed. Okay, so, I mean, it sounds like it supports the shapeshifter theory. Voice mimicry is so common. Yeah, but it's too common. I'm still not sure about the voice throwing, the ability to pull two people who are standing side by side in opposite directions. Maybe it was just run-of-the-mill magic, something that messed with our perception. Well, whatever it was, we need to be more careful. We can't keep getting separated like that. We will always find each other, I promise. (sighs) Well... I want to be prepared. I've texted Vipin, and he's going to pull everything he can about voice mimicry, but even with the added detail of it sounding like it was coming from two different places... We're looking at a lot of possibilities still. So many possibilities. You know, it's, it's funny. I always thought it was fascinating how no matter the location or the culture, human beings, they come up with the same kinds of monsters over and over again. There are these, you know, like... Culturally, religiously specific ones, of course, right. but but the the basic idea of uh, shapeshifters, vampires, <sighs> vengeful spirits, there are iterations of those all over the world, and now I think we're all those people actually just seeing the exact same thing. Something it's something real that they're actually seeing, and then they they add the filter of their own cultural norms at the time that they saw it to shape the narrative of that entity, right? You really love this stuff, don't you? (laughs) All of the folklore and history. Yeah, I mean, I used to anyway. Now it feels like I just... (laughs) It feels very different now. It feels like it's a survival tool. Whoa. What happened here? Well, it happened again. What? What? What happened again? The creepy, humming, house-shaking thing that happened to you guys the other night. This time, with added spooky soundtrack. What? There was music. Music? What kind of music? Oh, the kind that makes you feel like a killer clown is going to pop out at any moment. 
killer clown. Yeah, it was classical, some kind of, you know, string instrument, I think, maybe a harp. Music was never really my strong suit, but it was wait, like... Wait, wait, um, what, what then, and how, why did that lead you to tear apart your living room? Well, it sounded like it was coming from inside the house, like somebody had hidden a speaker somewhere. Oh, come on. You did this? Don't you think that you would have noticed if someone stuck a speaker cabinet behind your couch? <laughs> Dad, so, speakers can be really small now, like, it's like everything else. Mm. But you don't, you don't really think that somebody planted something here, do you? Well, no, but that doesn't mean something didn't get in here anyway, you know? What do you mean? Well, you came through the veil, to our side. So have a bunch of monsters, so what's to say that something else couldn't have as well? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, like someone who came in and, and, and planted a tiny fairy speaker or a magic harp? <laughs> I, mean, I told her it was unlikely. Jeremy, come on. Well then, wh Olivia, why are you helping her? Because what if it was coming from something that's already here? I don't follow. We were thinking about the voicemails, the ones you left, Thomas, right? Voicemails? What? We never asked you about it. When, when you were trying to speak to me, trying to get the word out about what was happening, it was coming through as messages on my machine. You weren't just hearing my voice? Mm-mm. I just assumed, I mean, I... That's how I heard Celeste, just a disembodied voice in the liminal. Okay, right, but that's because there's nothing in the liminal. So somehow, right. when you were speaking through the veil, it was captured by an old message machine. Yeah, and thank God, too, because if I'd just been hearing your voice, people would have thought I was really off my rocker, you know? I think people thought you were off your rocker anyway. I am on my rocker, son. So, wait a minute. So, you think that the music was coming from something that you already own, That's that it's from the liminal getting here somehow? I'm... Mm -mm. I don't think it's from the liminal. I think it's from the other side. It would have to be from the other side. My whole time there, I never heard anything close to music. Well, that doesn't mean that things haven't changed. I mean, could 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 Alden somehow be doing it? And and are you sure? Are you both sure that it wasn't actually singing? It's not like the connection between here and the liminal is exactly crystal clear. No, not singing. Okay, it was definitely instrumental, and, and mm -hmm. there's something so weird about it. What 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 could be weirder than it coming from nowhere? What is? I don't know. Right? Nothing sounded human, Nana. Like even if it was. Mm. Human instruments, it was like they were being played by something that wasn't. It was, b I'm sorry, badly played, off-key? No, that's not mm, it. I can't what? explain it. It's uh, more like uh, it came with a feeling, you know? I think that's what you're trying to get at, right? Like a, a feeling. Lift. Yeah, it came with this ugh, feeling. Oh, that can't be good. Well, hence, trying to find some sort of reasonable explanation. You know, reasonable being an extremely relative term over here. Okay, did have you found anything? Nothing. How'd you fare in the swamp? Was it that thing that we saw kill the camper? Yes, maybe. It's a little unclear. But it is clear that something... Something is, is definitely trying to communicate with us. How so? We heard Celeste's voice. What? What? Isn't she, like, dead? Yeah. And not in the liminal. Right. Okay, so... So we have no idea what we're dealing with here. Well, what was she saying? I don't know. She was saying a bunch of stuff. Trusting her, uh, and it happening that again. That it would be better this time. Right. What? Better? Okay, well, that's, that's good. She also said, we want you, and come here. Which is what Ethan said. When, that's right. Yeah. yeah it's maybe, exactly the same thing. Yeah. Maybe it was someone who got possessed in the same way that Ethan did. It wasn't a person. No, that voice was coming from two different directions. And it was definitely Celeste, or her voice at least. That I know. Okay, we don't really know what's on the other side yet. So maybe it was some kind of 
afterlife and to less spirit is trying to talk to you. I think that that would be the best option, honestly. I don't know. Should we hold a seance or find a medium? A medium? Couldn't hurt. I have never done a seance before, but I guess I know the basics. Well, I mean, I think we can probably find a medium in Bridgewater. <laughs> well, yeah, but we have to be careful, because even if talking to the dead is possible, that doesn't mean that there aren't a whole shitload of scammers out there. Mm. A medium, a medium. We need to find the right medium. Yes, exactly. We need someone reputable. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that, but, but maybe I can try to talk to some of the other folklore folks and see if they... No, not a psychic. The right communication medium. Okay, think about it. Thomas was able to communicate through the answering machine. Celeste's voice was coming through the swamp. There's no seeming connection between those things. Okay. So what if there is a connection and, and we're just not seeing it? Well, I think that describes a lot of what we're doing right now, right? Sure, yeah, but maybe there's a way to get more data to connect the dots. How so? Alden. Alden? Before you got here, Thomas, did he ever try to reach out? Did he try to contact someone over here? He was a scared seven-year-old trapped in another dimension. He definitely tried to call out for help. Okay, so maybe someone heard him. Hmm. And if we figure out how they heard him, then okay, we... Okay, 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 but how would we do that? I mean, this was 80 years ago. You know, every... His parents are long dead. Right? He had a younger brother. Alden has a brother. And he's still alive. What? Really? I found him when I was looking into Alden's story. I didn't think it was relevant, honestly. It's not like we can tell him anything that would give him closure after all these years. And he was only five when Alden went missing, so he might not even remember it happening. But that doesn't mean he wasn't communicated with later. Exactly. You didn't start hearing Thomas's voicemails until this year. Who knows when he left them? Well, I was always calling out to you, Anne. Always. Right. So maybe Alden's brother heard something he can't explain either. You think he would talk to us? Well, I mean, I think it's worth a try. And he's right here in Bridgewater. Hey, Mr. Jansen? Hi. Thank thanks uh, for agreeing to talk to us. Oh, please call me Lee. It's uh, not every day I get visitors. <laughs> it's really nice to meet you, Lee. I'm Thomas, and this is Jeremy. Has your family mostly moved away? Well, I never had children myself, and my sister, rest her soul, her kids live up in New Hampshire, and their kids are all grown now, so well, they come and visit when they can, but there's not a lot in the way of entertainment in this place. <laughs> so... When they said there were two men here to interview me for a book, well, that was... That just about made my day. Well, uh, we're happy to hear that. Although, I'll confess to being quite confused as to why you'd want to talk to me. Well, I am a professor uh, here at the local college, and I'm writing a book about the region, and, uh, and specifically... I'm looking at unsolved mysteries and, and the like, and I, huh. I know that you have lived here your entire life. I have. And I, I, um, I also know that you have a personal... Um... This is about Alden, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I take it you've been asked about him before. Oh, a few times through the years. Every now and again, someone will get their heads stuck into all the missing person cases in Bridgewater and... My brother is one that's kept folks' interest. And I think because he was so young and 
There was never any evidence at all as to what happened. I'm so sorry. Oh, I don't remember it, if that's what you're here for. Well, he was two years older than me, and I barely remember him at all. That must have been hard for all of you. My family, we... We didn't really talk about it. It was a, it was a different time back then. And, but I also know that uh, well, losing your child isn't something you ever get over. And your parents, they... Um, did they ever have any guesses or, or, or talk to you about what might have happened? Well, they assumed he was kidnapped like everyone else. Uh, what did you think? <clears throat> well, my, my sister, she was there right before it happened, and uh, she always thought it was some kind of monster in the woods. I guess that would make sense. I mean, she was a child herself, right? It's not a belief she grew out of. And... And what, what did you believe? Well I, well, I always thought there was something strange about this place. And uh, <laughs> based on the type of folk who have come to talk to me through the years, I know I'm not the only one. And I suspect you're not here to ask me about whatever official investigation took place back then. <laughs> no, we're not. So, go on. Tell me whatever wild theory you have. Uh, we actually were wondering more if you had any theories or if there's anything through the years that you haven't been able to explain about it. You mean, have I seen my brother's ghost track down the monster that ate him? <laughs> we are not trying to make a mockery of your family's tragedy, Lee. We care about Alden, you know, his story. But I take it a lot of the people who have come to you through the years have just been looking for something sensational, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a way of putting it. We don't want anything but the truth. And if that truth is that you have no memory of your, your brother and, and, and nothing of his life or, or disappearance to share at this point, then that's totally okay. What truth are you expecting to find? What do you mean? Folks usually have an idea in their heads. You say you want my theory, but I'm betting you have one of your own. We, uh, we've heard of missing people being able to contact their loved ones. I've never seen his ghost, as much as some people might want to believe that. Yeah, uh, I guess we're not really talking about a ghost so much as, um, I don't know, did, did you ever hear of a voice, of a voice mm. that, might have, that might have sounded like Alden? A ghostly voice is still a ghost. Not ghostly. No, it would have been. It would have come from somewhere, like an answering machine, or or a phone, hmm. or some specific place, or maybe any any kind of object that can produce a sound. Right? I mean, as far as we know, it could be a record player or a radio. A radio. Yeah. Right. Could be a radio. Who are you, people? Have you heard something, Lee? Alden. He. Uh... <clears throat> He had a, a little radio on his nightstand. When I went to college, I, I took it with me, and I've, yeah, I've had it ever since. And you, you heard something from this radio, something other than a broadcast? <sighs> it used to act funny. Yeah, I'd have it tuned to one of the usual stations, strong signal and all that, but it gets uh, staticky and, well, Strange, sometimes. Strange how? 
You said other people have heard voices before of people who disappeared? Yes, well, we can't tell you more without violating people's privacy, but, uh, yes. I always thought I was imagining it, but... Uh, but you heard something. I don't know what it was. It, uh, it sounded like a little boy, but I always, I always thought it was interference from another broadcast. See, it was an old radio, and there were so many more stations than there used to be. When was this? Let me see, it was, uh, I was at the Green Bank House, so, uh, the 70s? Um, well, the 80s, maybe. Lee, do you still have that radio? This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello? Hey, Vippin, come in. Hey, Vippin. Hey, is Jeremy here? Oh, uh, you just missed him. Yeah, he and Thomas went back to talk to Alden's brother. Oh, Lee? You know? Yeah, Olivia and I talked about it a little bit. I thought we agreed it wouldn't be good to tell him anything. No, we do, we do agree, but I realized maybe he could tell us something. That maybe, maybe Alden tried to communicate with him the same way Thomas did with Anne. Oh, smart. Uh, how are you guys doing after the whole earthquake thing. I texted him. You're not the only one. Apparently I've missed quite the afternoon. Yeah. How was your coffee with, um, Peyton? Illuminating. I'll tell you all about it, but you're okay, really? Yeah, I mean, we're okay, but I mean, I, it can't be good that this is the second time it's happened, right? Yeah, about that. I don't think anyone should be staying here until we figure out what's going on. It could be dangerous. That's a good point. Yeah. We'll figure something out. You could stay with me. I mean, uh, I only have a couch, but I, I could sleep on that, and you could take my bed. I, I really don't mind. I don't actually live here, remember? Oh, <laughs> right. God, stupid. Uh, forget I said anything. No, no. 
Thank you, Pippin. That's a really sweet offer. And and um, the offer extends to you too. I know Jeremy doesn't have a guest room either, but between the two of us, <clears throat> well, <laughs> I think it might be uh, time for us to go home with Liv. But thank you. Really? Uh, are you sure? I, I don't know how much longer we can hide Thomas from your mom, Liv. I'm, I'm sure we could couch surf, but uh, you know, it's it's time. So about that, um, what? Thomas hasn't talked to you? About what? I, look, Mom needed to know. Liv. So I brought Thomas to see her and... Olivia, Christ. Well, it was, it was, I mean, it became fine. You know, I explained everything and she and Thomas talked, so I I don't know. I think she, she might be willing to have you guys stay over. Would this be why maybe she's not returning any of my calls? Well, she's pissed, Nana, and, and I think she has every right to be. Oh, Olivia, I am not okay with you going behind my back like this. Oh, and I'm not okay with you hiding my grandfather's identity for 40 years. So, yeah, I guess we're even. Yeah, I guess. So, what should I expect then? Will she even let me into the house? Eh, 50-50 chance. I mean, maybe a little higher since it's, it's just her right now. Ethan and your dad are still at his parents, right? Yeah, for the next week, at least. Well, that gives us plenty of time to talk it out. Well, that's optimistic. All right. I'm going to go call your mom, make sure it's okay, and then pack a bag and, uh, just give me your phone. What? She'll pick up for you. Oh, okay, so you're just leaning into her being pissed off at you then? Well, it can't get any worse, can it? I mean, only one way to find out. So, how do you actually feel about that? I don't know. I mean, I do think my mom has settled down a little bit. Putting her and Nana and Thomas and, I mean, let's be honest, probably Jeremy all in a room is going to be, ooh. Yeah, I don't envy that conversation. Does that offer to stay apply to escaping to yours just for an emergency drink? Yeah, definitely. I'm sorry about that. I didn't, um, it was, uh, that was uh, so presumptuous of me. Pippin, you weren't propositioning me. You were making a nice offer to a friend. You know. Unless... No, 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 I swear, I was just friendly. Not to say that, I mean, you know, uh, I think we... Would you like to go out on a date sometime? What? Would you like to go... Yes, um, yes, definitely, I would, yes, that that would be great. Good, good. I I mean, not now, obviously, or even like this week, because... But after we stop the end of the world, or whatever, then... Maybe we'll go out to celebrate. Okay, perfect. All right, your mom's expecting us later. How'd that go? Well, she didn't yell at me, so so really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be very unpleasant. All right, Vipin. Uh, how was our favorite mystical leader? Um, uh, she was uh, surprisingly forthcoming. Really. Yeah, she explained everything she knows. Uh, The gathering is tasked with protecting our world from the other by keeping the gate closed. Through human sacrifice. Well, she said volunteering. (laughs) I'm sure she did. It'll be her in Virginia. When the time comes, their leader goes into the liminal willingly, letting the person in there already move on. She signed up for that? Apparently she's a legacy. And I bet she's not the only one. The gathering is just the group here on the East Coast. There are what? Sounds like hundreds of other groups around the world doing the same thing. So, 
A network of supernatural gatekeepers? I mean, literally? Yeah, literally. And, and sometimes that leads to stuff like the children of Tichuba, people going rogue and trying to harness the power of the Fey realm for themselves. What? Is that even possible? Peyton wasn't sure. She said there's a lot of magic over there that we still don't understand, and, and maybe someone could learn it, but she was pretty insistent on the fact that the Fey are not something to be controlled. Did it seem like she was interested in learning that magic herself? I, uh, I don't think so. I, I think we can trust her. She clearly has a lot of respect for the other side. She doesn't think that she's more powerful than it or that she could try and harness it in the way that the children wanted to. Well, respect isn't all that far from reverence. I mean, when she got rid of the Sasquatch, she sent it back instead of killing it. And that's always bugged me. But she has killed monsters before. Or, well, her dad did, I guess. But she didn't seem bothered by that idea. I just want us to be careful. Okay, it all feels a little convenient that she showed up here. But isn't she filling in for Celeste? I mean, that has to happen from gathering group to gathering group, right? She said they don't actually talk all that much, but that she knew something was wrong up here. Yeah. And my question is how? It's not like Bridgewater went from having no paranormal sightings to having a bunch of them. I mean... How would she even know that things have gone wrong now? Celeste always said she was attuned, right? Maybe they're taught to connect to the veil somehow, feel it when it tears or gets thin. Well, that's what I'm worried about. That sounds like magic to me. And if Peyton has learned that, and learned how to banish monsters back to the other side, then what else has she learned? What what could she be hiding from us? I see that finding out about literal monsters that want to kill us has not made you less suspicious of humans, Nana. I'm just saying, I think... We should be careful. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's Jeremy. They're down at the retirement home and headed to my house. Oof, okay. Looks like it's time to face the music. Hey. Thanks for waiting for us. I didn't think it was a great idea to just knock on the door. Are you okay? You sure you want to do this? I I think it's a good idea for us to stay somewhere else, and... (sighs) She's really willing. I I do want more time with her. Should I even be here for this? I don't don't want to overwhelm Shelley. I mean, she's already been told all the really life-shattering stuff, right? And it's not like she's never met you. Yeah, but not as her brother. Okay. Hey, did you guys have any luck with Lee? Yeah, we actually were able to borrow an old radio that he thinks he may have heard Alden through back in the 70s. Really? That's awesome news. Yeah, so we can try to communicate with the missing boy from the 1940s through a radio after we have this weird family reunion with my new half-sister and my dead dad. All right, this is going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 this is going to be fine. Yeah. What are you waiting for? I don't know. Uh, Should we knock? I have a key, but I don't know if that's the right thing to do. I live here. Oh, my God. Hey, Mom. We're home. Oh. (laughs) Oh, great. You're all here. Uh, Jeremy. Yeah. Well. It's, um... You always said you wished you'd grown up with siblings. That is very helpful. Thank you, Liv. Someone had to break the ice. Shelly, I, uh... Ah, 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 ah. Nope, not ready to talk to you yet. So, I... Look, I understand that you guys need a place to stay for God knows what reason, but I... Nana's house is haunted. Uh Uh-huh. Well, just because we're under one roof 
it does not mean we're a family. This episode of Bridgewater was written by Lauren Shippen and directed by Brendan Patrick Hughes. Assistant Director Sarah Klein, sound design by Vincent Dejani, Rima Elkayali, Josh Thane, and Trevor Young, with music by Chad Lawson. Starring Misha Collins as Jeremy Bradshaw, Melissa Ponzio as Ann Becker, Alan Tudyk as Thomas Bradshaw, Karen Sony as Vipin Karana, Sabra May as Olivia Hoskins, Cheryl Umania as Officer Bautista, Will Wheaton as Captain Haddock, Trisha Helfer as the Legend Tripper, Stephen Guarino as Dr. Edwards, Nandumisu Dembe as Peyton Blake, Hilary Burton Morgan as Shelley Hoskins, Nikki McCauley as Celeste, and Victoria Grace as Katie Franks. With additional voice acting by Greta Gould, Shelby Young, Adam O'Byrne, Monty Markham, Charlie Bergman, and Taryn Westbrook. Executive producers Aaron Mankey, Misha Collins, Lauren Shippen, Matt Frederick, and Alexander Williams. Supervising producers Josh Thane and Trevor Young. Bridgewater was created by me, Aaron Mankey, and is a production of Grim and Mild and iHeart3D Audio. Learn more about the show over at grimandmild.com slash Bridgewater and find more podcasts from iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thanks for listening. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.